With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. You're listening to The Steve Malzberg Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And welcome aboard, one and all. It is four minutes past the hour of 9 p.m. on Friday, Eastern Time, here on the East Coast of the United States. And you know what day and time it is wherever you are partaking of the Steve Malzberg Show on TNT. Well, it's been a crazy week. Of course, we started it off with uh, Iowa and the caucuses, and we kind of, sort of, begin the week next week on Tuesday, that's why I said kind of, sort of, with the uh, New Hampshire primaries, the first primary, and it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Trump has uh, big leads. Uh, Nikki Haley really has to do well, has to really, really come very close or win, or she's basically done. She came in third in Iowa. She's going to lose badly in South Carolina, her home state, after New Hampshire. So this is this is her moment, and I don't I don't know how she's going to do. I don't think it's going to be all that great. So we'll have to wait and see. So we have a, a lot to get to next week, but I want to finish up this week, of course, first. And I want to start with a story, and I hate to read, but I just want to get all the details in. Uh, this is from the Daily Caller. And you know about the case uh, in Georgia against Donald Trump. You know, trying to overturn the election results of of Georgia, blah, blah, blah. It's another jury trial criminal case that he's uh, been indicted on and and arraigned and faces charges on and faces a court uh, case. But the Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis, um, is, shall we say, in the minds of many, compromised. What she did was she hired a prosecutor to work on her team back in uh, 2022, and it turns out, apparently, reportedly, that she's uh, having a grand old time with this married prosecutor, or at least he was married. His wife filed for divorce and is now um, checking bank records and all kinds of things, and she's found out some very interesting things. First of all, first of all, This guy wasn't apparently, again, according to reports I've read, not the most qualified person in the world. In other words, this wasn't his background, really. Um, But she hired him. I don't know how long she's allegedly been having the affair with him, traveling with him. This guy has made over $600,000 of taxpayers' money in the state of Georgia working on this case and just happens to be allegedly sleeping with Fannie Willis. Wow, wow. How would you like to be able to give your uh, your alleged lover that kind of uh, gratitude, shall we say? So here's the deal. Uh, Fannie Willis, alleged lover, and outside counsel Nathan Wade purchased plane tickets in her name according to a Friday court filing obtained by the Daily Caller. Bank statements contained in a Friday filing by Wade's wife, the the guy's wife, the prosecutor working for Fannie Willis, who's allegedly her lover, his wife, uh, filed documents um, showing that um, Wade purchased tickets to Miami and San Francisco in Willis's name. And these statements back up allegations that um, contained an emotion filed last week by one of 
Donald Trump's uh, uh, former co-defendants in the Georgia case uh, that Wade used money earned from the lucrative contract Willis signed off on to take her on vacations. The motion alleged Willis and Wade have traveled personally together to places like Napa Valley in California, Florida, the Caribbean, and he's purchased tickets for both of them to travel on both the Norwegian and Royal Caribbean cruise lines. <laughs> and she, she's on Martin Luther King's birthday in a church, a black church, crying racism, crying racism, and claiming, from what I heard, uh, you know, why are they only looking at what I'm paying, you know, this guy? They don't look at what I paid the white prosecutors. And from the story I read, um, she said she pays them all the same. From the story I read, that's not necessarily true. So this is wild stuff. There are some predicting she'll have to drop out of the case. It could lead to the, the, the dismissal of the case <laughs> between her with this and Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, who brought this, the civil trial, that uh, the civil fraud trial that's basically over. The judge is now going to decide on how much Trump has to pay and what the penalties will be. I'm not saying she had an affair with anybody, but she promised while she ran for attorney general, she promised voters she was going to get Trump. And she got Trump <laughs> with a judge who was also elected by the people, not appointed, but elected in New York, anti-Trump New York. So, you know, again, you talk about democracy. I just hope this Fannie Willis has to resign from the case, has to leave the case. I hope it falls apart. It'll, it'll, it'll show them. It'll really show them and show the world and show voters right now, most importantly, what's going on here when it comes to the attempt to get Donald Trump. <laughs> money, money, money. Okay. Speaking of Donald Trump, and it's not only me. Now, the timing of this, even though it happens all the time with Joe Scarborough, whose brother-in-law works for Joe Biden, he's ambassador, U.S. ambassador to Poland, Mika Brzezinski, Joe's wife, whose brother is the same man that works for Joe Biden. And they never say, they never put a disclaimer, you know. They were they were trashing. Joe was trashing Trump again. I mean, it's always one thing or another, always. But it, it, the timing couldn't be better. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain that in a second. But first, I want you to see and hear what Scarborough did on Morning Joe, um, talking about how Trump Trump is losing it. Yesterday, we played you that um, he referred to Trump as uh, a man that a judge keeps saying is a rapist. And I pointed out to you that the case in question with a woman who claimed that she was, you know, raped by Trump 30 years ago and he has no recollection. She doesn't even know when it happened. Long story short, the jury found in a civil case that he was guilty of sexual um, sexual abuse of her. The jury didn't find rape. Subsequently, the judge has written that this kind of sexual abuse technically meets the rape definition or something like that. So Scarborough kept saying, and we played it yesterday, you know, oh, the, in Iowa, Republicans voted for a man who a judge says is guilty of rape. Misleading because it's not like it was a, a, a trial by judge and that's what the judge ruled or that's what the court ruled. They didn't rule that. They ruled sexual abuse. Okay. Not a good thing to be 
accused of or convicted of nonetheless. It's, it's misleading and it's purposely misleading. And that's what they do. So here's Scarborough and he's going to tell you that Trump, there's something wrong with him. Have you seen him lately? He can't do this. He, he, he doesn't know who he's running against. He, and I've been hearing that one for months. Just listen and watch. Here's cut uh, 245. We'll get to the Hitler stuff in a second. Okay. But let's start, though, with... I'll make a chart. The fact that Donald Trump is not well. We know this. But this, this guy, he's, he's looking so old. He's shuffling around. And he really does think that Barack Obama is still president of the United States. What do they say if someone says, well, then Joe Biden could order SEAL Team 6 this morning to assassinate Donald Trump? And he would be immune even like by that. Donald Trump's arguments. It is pure, sheer authoritarianism and tyranny. So we have that part of it. It's, it is. Trump at his most dangerous, but also Trump at, at, at his most detached from reality. He's really losing it. You, you, we, we've been getting glimpses now of him shuffling around uh, and, and, and looking lost. Hey, Joe, let me tell you something that little Mika, the wife who left her husband for you, won't tell you. And apparently no one else will. That's Joe Biden shuffling around and looking lost you idiot that's not donald trump could you imagine this oh we'll get to the hitler stuff in a minute of course wouldn't want to miss the hitler stuff <laughs> Joe, donald trump is shuffling around and looks lost again i, I he's not even creative they do and they 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 accuse the right of doing and being exactly what they on the left are doing and being it's but anybody with the brain anybody with the uh, any intelligence sees biden we're okay how do i get off do we know i mean and it's trump trump when have you seen trump shuffling around looking lost what the hell is he talking about and there's more no, there's more. Here's 246. And getting up on stage, talking about World War II, talking about President Obama. Gene, uh, this is this is again Donald Trump once again detached from reality. Again, thinking mm -hmm. that you know World War II is upon us, and he's running against Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, that's mm -hmm. one part of it. And we've seen images of him over the past couple weeks. He's not, he's just not doing well. It doesn't seem physically. Trump has lost so many steps. You know, we always talk about how long we've known him, Reverend Now, how long we've known him. We've known him a long time. Yes, we have. That guy that I'm watching now, I, that guy hasn't lost one step. That guy's lost five, six, seven steps. And he still thinks he's running against Barack Obama. And, and so, I mean, he's shuffling around. I just, I really, I seriously, I, I, I think it's going to be harder and harder for the campaign to manage this guy who, in just my opinion, uh, looks like he's in a serious state of decline and seriously is so confused. Folks, I have no earthly idea what the hell he is spewing. 
except garbage and lies. Now, has Donald Trump referred to that he's running against Barack Obama a couple of times? Yes, because he has said he believes Obama is controlling Biden. So do I. So do I. And and I don't know the last time he said that. I I know Scarborough has been saying this for months. But the, the shuffling around? What is he talking about? And and he's lost six or seven steps since when, Joe? Since you and Mika asked him to marry you two? Since then? Around, I don't know, 2015 or so? Since he first ran for president? Almost eight, well, let's see, 15, 24, eight years ago? I would think a man approaching 80 would lose five or six or seven steps, but he's not shuffling around, shuffling around. He's not well. (laughs) You could say anything on MSNBC, anything. What a bunch of crap. Now, this is what he's spewing out of his mouth. The man whose brother-in-law works for Joe Biden. And this is what Joe Biden said yesterday. Okay, I don't think Morning Joe was going to play this, but we'll play it for you. Here's cut 253. It bothers me, and the governor should have done something about it instead of talking. Waste his time with Nikki because she's not going to make it. She has no chance. She's got no way. Maggie's not going to be with her. And, you know, when you said the uh, Democrats voting, no, it doesn't say that. It said about Nikki that 50% of the Republicans would be lost to Nikki, only to Nikki, not even to Ronda Sanctimonious. So, you know, it's a bad thing for her, but it's a bad thing for us. Who has a system where Democrats are allowed to vote in the Republican primary? And New Hampshire is an incredible place. I love the people. We, we won New Hampshire last time. It was fantastic what we did. And, you know, we have great spirit, great everything, but you need a system. You need a governor that's gonna get it changed, not just talking about it. He's been talking about it for, Four years, never got it done. So Democrats are allowed to vote, which they're going to vote for her because they don't want to run against me. They want to run against her. You know, it's a very simple system. Uh, We are leading Biden in every poll. Okay, my mistake, my mistake that I I called for that cut number, but I thought it was Biden. But it's better. It's better that it was Trump. So that's Trump. Okay, talking about. The South, the uh, the New Hampshire primary on Tuesday upcoming. He was with Sean Hannity last night on Fox. And the fact that Democrats can change their registration and vote in that primary. Now, there are people who are saying, oh, that's not true. It is true. You just had to change your registration by, I think, October 6th. Okay, so Democrats who would want to participate in this sham and vote against Trump could have changed they knew the they knew that the uh, when the primary was coming and they knew the deadline so they could have changed their registration so don't say it's not true but did you hear him present himself did he did he seemed uh, sh- shuffling along and not knowing where he is and losing a step to, i mean give me a break now compare that compare that to um <laughs> i should i mean this is now this is biden yesterday same day as trump just said all that this is biden uh sad but true cut 247 
Thanks for the welcome back to North Carolina, Gov. I appreciate it very much. I also want to mention Congressman Deborah Ross. Where's Deborah? She, I just had my picture taken with her. That's probably why she left. No, all kidding aside. Anyway, you, you can, oh, she couldn't be here, actually. That's not true. I got it mixed up. And she has, you know, she fights very hard for the people of this district, and she's up in Washington right now. So where's this congresswoman, whatever her name is? Where is she? I just took a picture with her. Well, maybe that's why she 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 left. Uh, blah blah blah. Oh, oh no! Guess what? Uh, I didn't take a picture with her. No, I, I'm I'm confused. <laughs> and and Scarborough talks about Trump as the confused one. And and this isn't the first time Joe's done this. Joe, uh about a year ago or so asked a similar situation and asked where the congresswoman a certain congresswoman who had recently passed away was where's blah 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 oh she's she not here is she here she had died i mean this, and it's trump really this guy doesn't know who he took a picture with five minutes ago he just saw her where is she i just took a picture with her I, 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 and this is just why if this was it, I'd say, all right, he made a mistake. And look, he's he's old and he's what is he? 80, 81. And he's an old 80, 81, cognitively speaking. He's on the decline. He can't handle it. He it's obvious. I don't blame him, but try to tell me it's Trump and not him. Joe, who now needs someone to come on stage after he speaks and literally lead him by the hand off the stage through the door because he doesn't know. I mean, because time after time, he was literally. He didn't know where to go. But Scarborough and little Mika nodding will tell you it's Trump. And not only will it tell you it's Trump, but with the crummy rotten stinking economy that we have in this country bidenomics um and of course it's really a great economy it's just that the american public are too stupid to know that of course uh and you're paying 125 dollars for groceries this past december same groceries you paid a hundred dollars for uh three years prior but we have a great economy says joe biden so here's Scarborough, because he's not satisfied with just saying what he said. This is from another show. Um, but here, he's just a PR mouthpiece for his brother-in-law's boss. That's that's all he is. So here is um, Joe, and uh, I guess Mika's in on this one uh, as well, of course, um, talking about Bidenomics 202. You talked about the economy. And you talked about people worrying about where things are. This is the perversion. This is the perversion of, of these networks that twist and contort the reality if their guy or woman's not in office. We have an economy that's stronger than ever. I've said it before, but one of the most conservative columnists, Gerard Baker, said the U.S. economy was the big winner in 2023. You have a military that's stronger than ever. 
relative to the rest of the world, stronger than any time since 1945. Anybody who understands military strength and power will tell you that. And for all of its failings, and elite colleges have a hell of a lot of failings, for all of its failings, system, our colleges and universities, still the best in the world. Okay, I, I don't know where to begin. I don't know. I'll believe him that a conservative columnist said the economy did great in 2023. He's one of the 32% that approve of how Biden handles the economy or 31%. Good for him. <laughs> Our military, I, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Anybody, I, I've said this over and over. I've said it to guests for years. Anybody who puts the uniform on is a better person than I for doing so because they volunteered to do it. But you're telling me the, the, our military under Joe Biden? Really? The, the, the military that Joe Biden not only humiliated uh, by having them run fast from Afghanistan, leave our weapons behind for the terrorists, and in the process got 13 service members killed in our quick departure. You mean that military? The military that Joe Biden has bombing the Houthis and and admits, oh, it's it's not gonna stop them from from attacking ships in the Red Sea. Huh? That military? Now again, I don't blame the members of the military. I blame Biden and his and Obama and you know the people they put in charge. And the military where the defense chief goes into the hospital and doesn't tell anybody for days. And the president had no idea that his defense secretary was in the hospital in intensive care. That military, Joe? <laughs> Stronger than ever. And what was the other one? Oh, our colleges and universities? Better than ever. Really? Really? Jews can't walk on campus better than ever? Huh, Joe? And not to mention, not to mention blacks, black only housing, black only graduations, Latino only graduations, you know, trans only graduations. That, that's better than ever, Joe? Better in what sense, Joe? Well, and who gives a crap about the universities when our kids in high school can't read, write, or do arithmetic up to grade level, not anywhere near grade level. Better than ever, Joe? I mean, this guy will just say anything, anything. What a disgrace. What a disgrace. I mean, it might turn Mika on. Mika. But, but wow, you're lucky you're probably speaking to a bunch of people suffering from the same Trump derangement syndrome that you're suffering from. But it goes beyond Trump derangement syndrome. It's really, really bad. So here's uh, one more from the dynamic duo of, I don't know what, here's uh, of Dung. Here's uh, 203. People send their children to America from all over the world because our educational system, with all of its failings, the best in the world. Guess what? 
Another really conservative Wall Street Journal uh, uh, writer said that last week in a column. Why? Because it's true. So I don't understand these networks that trash America. I don't understand politicians like Donald Trump who trash America. I don't understand people who hate America when America's economy is stronger than it's been in a long, long time, our military stronger than it's been in generations. And yes, our educational system with all of its failings with elite universities, still the best in the world. And there's not a close second, not a close second in any of these areas. So if people are out there preaching hate, talking about how America is weak, they are lying to you. They are lying through their teeth and they're doing it for their own reasons. America is strong, America is powerful, and America is great. Doing it for their own reasons? Oh, the perennial pot calling the perennial kettle black doing it for their own reasons. And you see, it's exactly what I say. Whatever they are doing, they blame, they project, and say that the, the right is doing it. <laughs> now, now, again, where does he get that our universities are the strud, and our education system is what he said, not only universities, our education system is the best it's ever been? When, again, kids can't read or write or do arithmetic. And based on what is our military the strongest now that it's ever been since World War II? Based on what? Based on what? Then I forget the third thing he said. I don't remember, but he was wrong on that as well. And notice he said that if you disagree with him and you say the opposite or you question it, you're spewing hate. That's hate. No, I love America. I love America. I hate what's happening to it. I hate that our military sits by and lets their troops get uh, attacked in Iraq and in the Red Sea and flings a few missiles. Oh, no. President says, no, oh, no, it's not going to stop them. Huh? That's the mighty military? That's, a, that's the strongest we've had in, in, since not, in, in 80 years? I mean, what, what is he talking about? Don't forget, I used to fill in for this guy. I was his fill-in on a whole different show. It was BM before Mika. <laughs> it was Scarborough Country. Joe Scarborough was a conservative congressman from Florida. He gave, ran a conservative show. I was his fill-in host on MSNBC. I ran a conservative show. I can't believe I interviewed Rick James, you know, super freak. I got to find that video somewhere. That was a big kick for me. Not that I'm a huge fan of his, but, you know, he passed away years after that, but he was young. Anyway, who is he? He's doing what he accuses me and the right of doing. And if you disagree, it's hate. Put us on a list. Send us to a camp. Crazy people. Crazy crazy people. And you know what, Joe? Anybody who has kids knows our education system sucks. Anybody watching the military knows that it's being run like crap. And whatever the third thing is, he said, also. <laughs> whatever it is. All right, folks, we're going to come back. Steve Malzberg right here on TNT. 
Now, as we move into an election year in US politics at a time when the Western Empire is under attack from within, as if an orchestrated decline is the plan, whilst at the same time, the rise of BRICS nations represents a rise of a new multipolar order. Institutions that have controlled the world are at last being questioned for their behaviour and their failures. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And the truth shall set us free. Those two statements sit at opposite ends of the zeitgeist in a world that is filled with death, destruction, deceit, and a wholesale unwillingness to hold anyone in power to account, except for anyone who takes power against the ruling elite, of course. And then we have seen how that system works. Weekends with Jason Olborn on today's News Talk TNT. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The truth is, Parkinson's disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. Worldwide, over 10 million people are living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement. And with so many places to search for information, it can be difficult to know where to begin. The Parkinson's Foundation has answers. Answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease, help you find expert care, give you tips for living a better life, share the latest research, help you find local support, and there's a free helpline you can call. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to parkinson.org or call 1-800-4PD-INFO. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better lives together. Plug in. Website. TNTradio.live. Check it out. Today's News Talk Radio. It's the coolest. TNT. All right, folks, welcome back. Um, Okay, just when you thought you heard it all, uh, you haven't heard it all. (laughs) Um, Well, everything they say about Trump, this is a new one. This is a new one. So brace yourself and, and get ready. Um, you're going to see a picture if you're watching. If you're not watching and you're listening, uh, Donald Trump apparently the other day after he, whether he was in the courtroom or got out of the courtroom, um, on his hand, there was some blood. It looked like a few blood stains, like three blood stains on one of his hands. So that, that remarkable world-renowned uh, sex doctor, James Carville, and of course, he's not a doctor, and he's not a sex doctor. He is a political hack, Democrat political hack, has been since the Clinton era. Okay, you've known, you've seen him, you've heard him, you know his voice, you'll know his face, you know everything. He came up with a theory the other day because he's such a medical expert, and he claims that he was speaking to a medical expert. Well, that, that, in that case, whoa, it must be true. <laughs> uh, so I want you to listen. And watch, if you can, cut 235. If you go to the Drudge Report, and I think it'll still be up, there's a story that talks about Trump having hand cuts, and you can link to it. They don't look like cuts to me. They look like sores. And I've asked a number of MDs what medical condition manifests itself through hand sores, and the answer is immediate and unanimous, secondary syphilis. All right. I think that, I think there's a good chance this man has to clap and I'm not being particularly secretive about it. I am texting 
the photo, you can link to it. It's in some operation called a Daily Mail. It's some British thing. It's probably a Fleet Street rag, but you know, maybe the picture was doctored or whatever, but I, maybe the story goes somewhere. Maybe it won't, but I'm telling you at one o'clock Eastern, I'm humping this thing like a young dog on old furniture. You better watch what you hump, James. You might get secondary syphilis. Can you, be- <laughs> can you believe this? Hitler has syphilis. The man who wants to be dictator from day one, the Nazi, the Jew hater, the, 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 the thisophobe, thatophobe, Mussolini wannabe. He's got syphilis. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And guess who picked up on that without saying it? Guess who beat around the bush? No pun intended at all. Uh, I'm not even sure what the pun would be, but I sense there is one. So anyway, but <laughs> but of course, we go back to Scarborough. You go back to Scarborough, who never misses an opportunity. So here we are. Here is cut uh, 258. One other thing, Willie, I'm just curious about. <clears throat> do we have any answer on what what's on Donald Trump's like Donald Trump has has uh, his his hands are yeah. bleeding. Looks like he has is a that sore. Magic marker? No, is it magic marker? Because it looks like he has a sore on his index finger there. I don't know. I, maybe yeah. it's magic marker. I it's, don't know. Um, it's, it looks like a cut. I mean, that's blood, isn't it? I, I, I don't want to speculate. I don't know, but. Is, was there anything that happened inside the courtroom yesterday, Lisa? That would- there, there was. You know, there was a point in time during the day where Trump, very frustrated with Judge Kaplan, banged his hands down on the table. I doubt that like the blisters like or child, marks that we're seeing mean. there come from that. But could they be exacerbated by that? Perhaps. Hmm. Yeah, like a toddler having yeah. a tantrum, perhaps, and causing bleeding yeah. to his hand. Yeah, well... They never they didn't have the guts to say syphilis, but they they knew what they were doing. Otherwise, why would you even ask if you weren't insinuating that if you weren't, you know, beating around again, that bush there, if you weren't going in that direction, why would you care why he had little red marks on his hand, especially after Carville said what he said? (laughs) It is just so bizarre. Well, the Trump people uh, answered. uh, Apparently, it's gone. And apparently he had one cut on the on the hand and it you know did whether he touched or whatever or what did this or what you know squeezed that the hand it the blood went to two other little parts of the hand and a little blood stain syphilis (laughs) i mean how about you know how about uh smallpox or well no syphilis is 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 it serves a bigger purpose i could i could see that folks where when does it end and the answer is never and i will say this and i have said this and i will say this over and over again by the way you heard scarborough allude earlier to the fact that you know biden could order trump's assassination right now and according to trump and his people biden wouldn't be uh uh, wouldn't have committed a criminal act can't be held responsible unless he's impeached the trump people of course in court the other day said that a president should has has immunity from prosecution for doing something while in office unless he's impeached for it first the judge then said so if a president orders seal team six to assassinate a rival the president it can't be held criminally 
uh, uh, liable unless he's impeached first. And the, 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 the Trump lawyer kind of said, well, yeah, going by what we're saying. But it's not like the Trump people said, well, Donald Trump could, could have someone assassinated and, and, and still wouldn't face it. It's not like they brought it up. The judge brought it up as an example. Okay, so then, of course, Scarborough says, well, Trump says he could do this. Well, yeah, technically, technically, theoretically, that's what his lawyer said in answer to that question. But it's not like Trump brought that up. You know what I'm saying here? Okay. Um, (laughs) So it doesn't. So my point is, look. God forbid someone is someone in the Trump, Trump or somebody isn't hurt. Think about this for a second. Think about this for a second. Nah, I shouldn't even go there. I don't even want to go there. I don't even want to go there. I'll just say, if God forbid something happened, what, what do you think the media's reaction would be? The media that tells us, if you ever said, anyone who ever said anything about Nancy Pelosi has blood on their hands for what happened to Pelosi's husband in San Francisco when that intruder hit him over the head with a hammer. Anyone, if you spoke ill of Nancy Pelosi, you're responsible for what happened to her husband. What would happen to every single member of the media, mainstream media? People like Scarborough and all the rest of them that call him a Nazi and Hitler and this and that, and he's a danger to democracy and there'll never be another election and he's gonna lock you up in a camp and he's gonna round up gays and he's gonna round up the poor and put them away and he's gonna close this down and he's gonna do that and he's gonna shoot people. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? And that's as far as I'm going to take it. God forbid, God forbid. But how many of them would be smiling off camera? That's all I'm asking. And there's more to ask, but I'm not ready to go there. I'm not ready to ask it. I'm not ready to ask it. Okay. Now, you want to hear how the country's really doing through the eyes of a Democrat, a liberal? Jamie Dimon, the chairman of, uh, of, uh, of uh, 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 is it Citicorp? What am I doing here? Yeah, Jamie Dimon. He, uh, he was in Davo. And uh, is he Chase? Now I'm confused if he's Chase or a city. Anyway, he was on CNBC. He was, he was in Davos at the, the, the World Forum. Talk about a bunch of unbelievable sick, dangerous people to listen to them speak. Oh my God. And powerful people, unfortunately. So here is, I want you to listen to how this liberal believes we're all doing here. Okay. Joe, you listening? Joe, Joe S, little Mika. Okay. So here is a cut number 238. I think it's a mistake to assume that everything's hunky-dory. And, you know, and when stock markets are up, it's kind of like this little drug we all feel. Like, it's just great. You know? But remember, we've had so much fiscal and monetary stimulation, so I'm a little more on the cautious side. 
that we are facing a lot of things in 2024 or 25. And you, you mentioned Ukraine, the terrorist activity in Israel, the Red Sea, quantitative tightening, which I still question if we understand exactly how that works. I don't think we do. How QE actually worked, what the effect of negative, you know, zero rates was for all this time. Uh, and obviously the politics. And, you know, and then the Ukrainian war is affecting oil, gas, food, migration. So you have all these very powerful forces that are going to be affecting us in 24 and 25. So if I was the government, I would be preparing for what I'm going to do about that, assuming things aren't good. Yep. Yep. Now, by the way, J.P. Morgan uh, uh, Chase, uh, chairman, not not city. Uh, uh, my, my suspicions were correct. OK, there's more. There's more. Here is cut 239. When people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. Now, if you look, just take a step back. Be honest. He's kind of right about NATO. Kind of right about immigration. Mm hmm. He grew the economy quite well. Trade, China, China tax, virus. tax reform worked. Yeah. He was right about some of China. I don't. Th- I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues, and that's why they're voting for him. And and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. Yep, 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 yep. And what people? Joe Biden, Mega. The mega people were running against mega, and it was the economy. Remember I said I couldn't remember the third thing that Scarborough said was the best it's ever been? The economy. (laughs) Our military, again, not an indictment of our men and women serving. It's the people running it. So the military, our education system, which is totally broken, on an you know, from from K to high school, through high school, and the colleges, and the economy. The economy, the economy, which was roaring with record low unemployment and job creation and, and, and low inflation, no inflation and stock market record, everything until COVID came along under Trump. And it's this, this is the greatest economy we've ever had. Anyway, Jamie Dimon doesn't think so. And I think he knows a little bit more, just an itsy bitsy teensy weensy more than Joe Scarborough and little Mika know about the economy. One more from Jamie Dimon uh, at Davos. Here's cut 240. And when you guys have people up here, you you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. I I agree. And, you know, the Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, hugging onto their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? And and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Good for Jamie Dimon, man. Good for him. Got to put some money in Chase. <laughs> Good for Jamie Dimon, man. Good for him. Got to put some money in Chase. <laughs> no, no, really. That's he's he, look. He knows his stuff economically. And he knows what division does. And he knows what the economy is all about. And you heard what he said. Now, you could believe him, a liberal, uh, or you could believe Joe Scarborough, a conservative. (laughs) The choice is yours. All right. I want to finish up on uh, 
Trump before we uh, take our break here. Um, this, ladies and gentlemen, is Joe Biden doing exactly what Jamie Dimon says he wishes people would stop doing. And here is cut 257. And now my predecessors like to say America is a failing nation. In my faith, bless me, Father, for his sin. I mean, come on. <laughs> a failing nation. And by the way, did you hear he wants to see the stock market crash? Because he does not want it now. We're doing well. He acknowledges by that we're doing pretty damn well economically and getting better. He wants to see the stock market crash. You know why? He doesn't want to be the next Herbert Hoover. As I told him, he's already Hoover. He's the only president to be president for four years and lose jobs, not gain any jobs. Come on, man. You know, some of the things he said, well, I don't get started. But look, frankly, to put it very politely, he doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) Good thing you do, Joe. Good thing you do. Again, again, he lost jobs because of COVID. The country shut down. Businesses closed. It had nothing to do with Trump's economic policies, just as those jobs coming back under Biden have nothing to do with Biden's economic policies. Any idiot would understand that. Right, Joe? One more. The I think the only attorney general in the United States ever to be held in contempt of Congress, Eric Holder, former attorney general under, oh, the man running the country, in my opinion, Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, he's speaking out. And guess who's guess who he's trashing? Hmm. Let me see. Here is cut number 256. I mean, you have to look at what it is that they're talking about. That is the, the Trump, uh, the Trump uh, campaign, uh, the pres- former president himself. And think of the America that they're trying to create. You have a president who is beyond the reach of the law. You have a Justice Department that goes after political opponents on absolutely no basis. He's, he's going to prosecute um, Joe Biden. Well, exactly for what? That's not going to bother them. You would have a United States of America that would be unrecognizable to us. That would be one that you'd see more uh, in Putin's Russia as opposed to the United States that we've come to all know and love. And this is really what this is about. This question is about whether or not our democracy will endure, whether or not our democracy um, will survive. They have put the interests of one man and the views that they have uh, that support that one man above everything else. You know, they are happy with or comfortable with the notion of autocracy, um, of dictatorship, as opposed to um, democracy. And people say, wait a minute, now Holder's overstating the case. That is not, this is not an overstatement. You have to take them at their word and look at what it is they are proposing and the impact of the policies that they are they would try to put in place. Uh, American democracy um, could end with the election of, of Donald Trump. <laughs> Folks, what policies that Donald Trump is proposing to put in place would end our democracy? These are the same people who give you the bull crap that blacks can't vote and that the law, remember Georgia passed the law, oh, they're, they're targeting blacks, making it harder for them to vote. And then the next election, you had a record turnout of blacks voting. They, you, folks, they lie like they breathe. What? Be specific. 
What's what's the what's the what's the policy that Trump wants to put in place that's going to end our democracy? The policies that have been put in place and the policies that the Democrats will put in place if they ever get enough votes in the Senate and control the House and the White House. I've said it and I'll say it again. The Electoral College will be gone. The president of the United States will be elected by the popular vote, which means states like California and New York will elect the president. The small red states might as well sit home. Doesn't matter. Supreme Court won't have nine justices. Could have 15, 16. They'll pack the court. Pack the court. You'll have two more states in this country. Washington, D.C. will be a state with two more Democrat senators, and Puerto Rico will be a state with two more Democrat senators. I mean, and the list goes on and on and on. It's frightening what these people want to do. Look what they've done in cities with police with no cash bail and, and letting prisoners, letting criminals who have just uh, used a gun in the commission of a crime go back out on the street awaiting trial. I mean, democracy is at risk from Donald Trump. We're losing democracy. A parent, it's illegal for a parent to be notified in most states that their kid wants to change sexes. The school cannot notify the parent. Legally, that's democracy. It's gone. It's going, going. And they want it gone. Because whatever they claim about us on the right, they're doing on the left. Always remember. All right. One final segment left in the show. One final segment left in the week right here on the Steve Ballsberg Show on TNT. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. Well, we've got an interesting new study out. The real atmosphere does not follow the greenhouse gas effect hypothesis of the IPCC. Now, remember, what they're saying is a hypothesis. That means it is not proven. A theory, for instance, is something that is proven and you get to disprove it and then that causes a problem. It's no longer a theory. But a hypothesis is just an idea and needs constant testing. Well, CO2 increased from 310 parts per million to 385 parts per million during the 60 years from 1948 to 2008. Now, this is written by Kenneth Richard, so I want to give him credit because he put this out there. Probably takes guts to do that. But the observations indicate this led to a negative radiative imbalance, which means CO2 may be having a cooling effect opposite of what the IPCC has claimed is happening. Water vapor is the number one greenhouse gas. Water vapor has the correlation to temperature. If you increase water vapor, you will increase the temperature. You will increase it more where it's observed to increase more in the coldest, driest areas. That's the correlation. Where is the water vapor coming from? It would be coming from the oceans. So what do you think is heating the oceans? Now, I have my hypothesis and a lot of people don't like it, but it certainly can't be CO2. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog Meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. Asthma is a growing problem, especially among children. Asthma affects the quality of life for millions like me every single day. My name is Chris Draft and I have asthma. And I've spent more than a decade in the NFL tackling asthma on and off the field. Join me and the EPA in helping people control their asthma. Asthma is a lung condition that can be controlled through medication and by avoiding things that can make it worse. Three steps are the solution to controlling asthma. Step one, talk to a doctor. 
Step two, make a plan. And step three, get rid of things that can make it worse. Asthma can be tackled. For more information on asthma, log on to epa.gov asthma. Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, I uh, welcome you back. Uh, don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Steve M. Talk, or if you prefer, Malzberg Show, at Malzberg Show, or X, you know, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, Facebook.com slash Steve M. Talk, uh, Instagram, Steve M. Talk. And uh, please, you know, whether you agree with me or disagree with me, um, tell your friends, because like I said, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I listened to talk radio, and I always would love listening to people I disagree with uh, just as much or sometimes more uh, than listening to people that I agree with. So uh, don't feel that if you, you know, you, you know, somebody who, you know, you might like this show, you might like my views, but you know, your friend across the way there doesn't or wouldn't they, they, turn them, turn them on to the show because uh, talk radio and, 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 uh, and talk TV, news TV and all that kind of stuff. It's a, uh, it's a very, uh, it's unique to each person. They, each person loves what they love, doesn't love what they don't love, and uh, there's no predicting it, okay? You just have to run the risk and, and, and put it out there. So I'd appreciate if you would do that every night, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here, of course, on TNT. And folks, you know, it, it's, it's, it's soon it's going to be, and next week, like I said, is New Hampshire. Then it's followed by South Carolina. Then you're going to have Super Tuesday. It's coming. It's coming. And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, there is more and more talk about Michelle Obama, more and more talk about Michelle Obama riding in to rescue the party after Joe Biden is either forced out finally by Barack Obama and his people or is convinced by his family or whatever, or a doctor, a doctor who may or may not be honest, telling Joe, hey, you know what? You better, you better drop out. Yeah, it's a, you better drop out. Maybe that doctor would be told to say it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I can't see him running. I can't see him running with Kamala as the heir apparent for the next four years. I can't see it. They won't risk it. And it's either Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama. And I have a funny feeling you know, maybe both, maybe Michelle and Gavin Newsom or vice versa. Although, you know, it, it would be more ceremonial if, if she were the vice president and maybe she could handle that better. And it's not as big a commitment as we've seen from Kamala. <laughs> so that might, you know, suit them better. Just mark my words, something, you know, something is going to make Joe Biden say, I, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. Something. <laughs> Folks, Something is making me say, oh, look at the time. Uh, it's that time. I hope wherever you are in your weekend, you have a safe and enjoyable rest of your weekend. And again, Monday, back here, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Steve Malsberg, right here on TNT. TNT.